0: I'm speaking to Greg Staples. He illustrated the new collection of horror stories by Robert E. Howard for Del Rey. Thank you for speaking with me, Greg. Uh, pleasure. Uh, Greg, tell me a little bit about your history as an artist. When did you first encounter the kind of art that we see in this book?
1: Uh, well, I guess um, the first kind of art that I actually did was uh, I used to, I used to uh, work in comics in my very early days. And um, although much of it was actually painted, um, painted artwork I kind, kind of came into it as, as a painted comic book artist I developed uh, a very sort of quick way of, of being able to sort of paint classically so the paintings in the book were sort of reverted back to a sort of classical way of painting that, uh, that I was influenced by well classical way of, of uh, fantasy illustration that I was influenced by when I was younger the black and whites I think were more sort of Probably a little bit more influenced by, I don't know, maybe uh, Bernie Wright's Frankenstein, uh, those kind of things. But I kind of just went with my my gut on those.
0: Uh, Tell us a little bit about your experience with Robert E. Howard. I mean, when did you first read Robert E. Howard's horror stories? Did you ever read them as a kid?
1: No, no, I didn't at all. In fact, Robert E. Howard was something that, although I'd always been aware because many of my friends have, have sort of been into him for, for many years in England, which is where I live, he's, his books are actually quite hard to get hold of so they wasn't it, it's not, it wasn't really a choice it was definitely just um, he's very popular in America. he's just not really well known over here. so although I'd sort of seen the illustrations by Frank Frazetta of Conan and things like that, um, I'd never really had the chance to, uh, to read his stories. so when this came through, they sent me a lot of other publications that Delray had done. Uh, I read up on a lot of stuff and uh, just just blown away by it. I just loved the atmosphere. I loved his his storytelling. And um, and that's when I, I accepted the job and said, yeah, great.
0: Now, um, the cover that I have uh, on my copy shows a, a figure that I think would looks like either Solomon Kane or maybe Bran Macmorne. It's, you know, a, kind of a a slightly a cowboy barbarian figure, but the cover I saw on Amazon.com has a much more uh, Cthulhu mythos uh, uh, look to it. Are, are there two different covers for this book?
1: No, I know of. I think the original one was gonna, they were going to be going with the uh, the one that's shown on Amazon as the sort of tentacled creature, which I think is from Out of the deeps mm-hmm. the story Out of the deeps. Um and there was there was talk of. Uh, I personally wanted to go with with the uh, the, the image of the wolfman because I, I sort of felt that it encompassed everything that I'd done in the book. But I think I was sort of, in the end, outvoted to to put Solomon Cain on the cover. Um, so, you know, it was kind of like right up until the last minute, they wasn't quite sure what they were going to use. Um, but I think, so I was just as surprised to see Solomon Cain on the cover as everybody else, as I, I don't think that that particular image conveys horror, particularly. But, um, you know, I've had many, many people sort of say, how come it's a different cover to the Amazon (laughs) cover? So (laughs) you're not the first one to ask that.
0: Well, uh, let's talk about uh, some of the different styles that you use. when you were reading, apparently, <laughs> you read every single story in this book and illustrated every single story in this book, and that's quite a feat. Uh, how long did it take you to do this? And how did you go back and forth? Like, I'm looking here at the forest, in the forest of Ville Frere. This looks, oh boy, is that a painting or is that a pen and ink? It's kind of hard to tell in the, in this reproduction.
1: Um, hang on, say I'll have a look at the book here. You know, there's that much uh, work in it that I can't actually remember, right, off the top of my head, which image is which. So I think the f- I think it's the very first one yeah. that's in the book. Uh, well, that's definitely pen and ink. Mm, um, okay. i have done it in sort of. Uh, it's actually more sort of brush. I sort of inked it with a brush, very finely, um, watered down inks, watered the ink down ever so slightly, so so it gave a more fluid feel to it, and I, that's how I did the whole book. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is kind of how things were illustrated back in, you know, the sort of wood days and things, you know, it was, it was very sort of finely done. Um,
0: it's really beautiful. Now, how big okay. is the original on this On this one we're looking here on page one, essentially?
1: Um, they're actually quite small. They're probably only, I don't know what the American size is, but probably only A4 size over here. Okay. So, That's you know. They're half so, by 11. Yeah, the, 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 the headers are quite small. Hmm. Uh, the The full pages are are bigger, you know, but they 're very very tightly inked mm-hmm. so um, yeah, and as far as the actual the whole of the book um, it was it was taking ever such a lot of time to read this stuff mm-hmm. then to plot it and then to to try and sort of work out what was going to need to be illustrated, send it to the guys uh, back at sort of uh, Del Rey, and get feedback, and it just wasn't happening. So eventually, uh, you know, after about, oh, it must have been a year and a half, I was really behind on it, um, and it was due in about six months.
2: Wow.
1: So- yeah, so I said, listen, and I, I was actually, one of my good friends is, is an art director, he was art directing at Magic the Gathering at the time,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and I was staying with him in, in San Diego, mm-hmm. talking to him about how I was pan- panicking because this book just was going nowhere. And uh, he said, "You need an art director on this it's this huge undertaking.
2: It is a huge undertaking
1: yeah he said, he said this is, this is a, you know look at the amount of stories you've got. this should be you know so that's when Jim and Ruth Keegan came on and uh, basically um, went through the stories, um, I told them how I wanted each story to present be presented to me from their point of view, and then I'd go back with sketches and then we, so we collaborated on sort of you know, making sure that it was the flavor of, of Robert E. Howard, and uh, God, without them, that the book would never have got done. So, uh, so, so from that moment on, it probably took five, six months, maybe, to do the whole thing.
0: Wow, that's that's really amazing because there's such an amazing amount of art in here. Um, could you talk uh, about um, some of the How did you decide, I mean, between the pen and ink and the paintings and when when, uh, something uh, deserved a big painting? Was that uh, the decision of the art directors or was that your decision or was it kind of collaborative?
1: I think it was was mainly the art director's decision simply because I didn't have the time to be able to say, Mm -hmm. I want this, this, and this. I literally had to hand over the reins to somebody and say, you know, give me descriptions of what needs drawing,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know. And um, I think I did make a couple of suggestions about some of the, you know, the ones which I kind of thought might be too similar to other illustrations. Mm-hmm. Um, but gen- generally speaking, I think uh, I think Jim and Ruth were, were very much, we were all very much on the same page with it. So we kind of, the first, I remember the first like header that I did kind of missed the mark a little bit mm-hmm. so we kind of was finding our feet a little bit at first and then and then we all kind of got into stride with it and then I was just you know away with it
0: well um tell us it must have been interesting to immerse yourself in this world of, of Robert E. Howard you know we all have this picture of Robert of you know Howard as you know the author of Conan and, mm-hmm. and you know these kind of uh, bad movies about him and the all the the essentially stuff that has yet to capture the feel of his stuff. How did you feel immersing yourself in this horror, which is a really different uh, genre? I mean, he's writing some pretty Lovecraftian horror and some pretty straightforward stuff here, too.
1: Um, I, I loved it. I've always been a fan of the genre, you know, I, I but more of the classical kind of universal, believe it or not, that how I actually got this flavor, and this is probably going to surprise a lot of people, was not just... The Robert E. Howard stories. I thought this needs to have a feel and a flavour from the time that it was written. So I, <laughs> I basically totally immersed myself in uh, Hammer Hammer films, the oh, British wow. Hammer films. Yeah. <laughs> so, so basically, for sort of for months and months, I just I just watched all the old Hammer films, especially the ones which were reverted back. You know, say say Dracula and stuff, because they had a tongue-in-cheek flavour to them that was enjoyable. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what I want to get across as well. You know, so it was kind of like the horror was there, but it wasn't too horrific. It was, it was kind of like enjoyable horror, if that makes sense.
0: No, no, that makes perfect sense. And, and I think you've, you've really captured that. Um, one of the things I, I like about this, uh, a lot of your drawings, even though they're very, uh, a small size, they really convey like, you know, some big settings, um, mm-hmm. You know, I'm looking here. I, 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 it's a full page one of uh, kind of, it's on page 279. It's the illustration uh, for the Valley of the Lost. I think that is, is that a Bran MacMorn story? No, no, no. It's a, it's more, it's a, more
1: yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I think I know the, P- yes. Uh, it's kind of a two, dragon
0: hovering over a temple. And, and you have another, a, a number of the other ones uh, for, let's see, uh, uh, the I think it was a yeah, people of the dark. where um, where in a very small space. You convey a large, you know, a vast space. Could you talk yeah. about like when you're working with such a small drawing size and such a small presentation size, trying to convey kind of the inky cosmic depths that that Howard tries evokes with his prose?
1: Well, again, I think it, it basically comes down to two things. It comes down to my background in in comics, where you have to encompass. Um, you know, a story, you have to be able to say something um, and give impact with a single small panel. Okay, so you need to be able to sort of say to the viewer, this is exactly what's happening, this is. this is, I want you to make, some, to feel something within that. And another thing that um, I've always been very conscious of is, is lighting. You know, lighting is scene as though there are lights. You know, it's been lit like a film set. mm, mm Interesting. So, so basically, and that's very much, you know, I, I've worked in, in movies. I, you know, I recently finished work on the Solomon Kane film. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I was I was concept designer on that. And who um, was the director of it? Uh, Michael J. Bassett, and who when... is uh, he's, he's done a, a number of um, sort of smaller British films that mm-hmm. that were quite successful, and uh, but this is quite a big budget sort of Hollywood. Movie, which is is out next year.
0: Wow, that sounds interesting. Well, tell me about this Solomon Kane film. <laughs> this is
1: a <an> <laughs> well, obviously benefit. I can't say too much because he'd uh, he'd kill me. <laughs> but I think it's going to be really exciting. It's got some some really great actors in it, and um, you know, it, it, I think it's a really good story. It's an origin story, I think. And um, yeah, basically, I, I sort of designed um, the, the the costume, the look of the costume. And some of the um, some of the other sorts of things in it, you know, I can't really can't say much more than that. I'm afraid.
0: <laughs> wow, well, well, we'll look forward to this. this. is This is exciting because I think thus far, uh, as much as you know, everybody kind of I think wants to like the the old Schwarzenegger Conans. They they really didn't quite capture the kind of dank feel of his of the worlds when I read the books, and so I'm hoping it sounds like uh, you. Uh, visually in here you really do have a feel for howard's stuff
1: well yeah i mean it's very much on on my you know very much my sensibilities you know it's just um it's, the reason i took the job on was because i you know it, i just thought this is this the stuff i love to draw you know this is this is the stuff that i know i can sort of work quite easily with one of the questions that well, no, one of because in America my work is not as well known as it is in Europe, they were obviously coming to me sort of like when I first started saying, you know, this is very dense material, this is not easy stuff to illustrate. And um, and the fact of the matter is, is that once you know, once we'd got the logistics in place with Jim and Ruth and every it was it was a pleasure, it was a complete pleasure to illustrate.
0: Well, this is uh, this is really wonderful. Now, are are you working on going to do more work with Del Delray on the, their Howard uh, archives?
1: Um, I've not really spoke with Delray um, about that since. Um, you know, they've been talking with me about doing the a, a, a possibility of a full color version oh, you know, of
0: this. Oh, wow! That I, that's the one thing I thought about this. I, I, I thought you know I'd love to see this with the with the color plates. Um, so that's a possibility then.
1: Well, you know, it's one of those things that's always talked about, and I know it's been talked about on some of the other books as well. I don't know whether it's going to happen. I'm very keen for it to happen, Um, so, you know, we'll just have to see what what happens with that. Um, At the moment, I mean, you know, I've I've, I've been offered a few sort of other book projects that weren't Del Rey, and I've sort of put them on the back burner and just sort of said, look, I'm going to do something completely different for a little bit, and then maybe return to illustrating books. Because as, as fun and interesting as it is, it's, it's, you know, it's a big commitment.
0: I imagine so. I mean, the, the, this is, I think, one of the, the nicest uh, illustrated versions uh, of, uh, in this series. Because, I, I, like I say, I love that every story gets an illustration. Every story's illustration is relevant, and they're all of equally high quality. Now, what are you working on at the moment?
1: At the moment, I'm a senior production artist on a, on a video game. So I'm sort of uh, helping um sort of visualize this 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 video game. So it really is completely different from what I've been doing.
0: Oh, what um, video game? Uh
1: sorry. What what video game? I can again, I can't really say too much about <laughs> it because it's very in stages and uh, these these guys are very they, they sign you into sort of, you know, confidentiality agreements and things. So I I can't say too much about it, but I do know that it's going to be out next year and it's going to be out for the big platforms and stuff. It's not Robert E. Howard related or anything, So, but it's, um, it's good fun and it's, it's nice. Um, when you've been working on a book like that, which is obviously a very, it's, it, except for Jim and Ruth, it's not the most sort of, you know, you're working in your studio on your own.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. But when you're working on a project like this, you're working with a team, so it's a very different working way, a uh, working process. And it's nice to be working with people again because uh, I'm a pretty sociable guy, you yeah? <laughs> know.
0: Yeah, I imagine that immersing yourself in in one uh, Robert E. Howard horror story after another does get a little bit uh, intense.
1: Um, well, well, yeah, but I mean, the thing about th- that I, you know, many illustrated um, books that I've seen which have had multiple stories in,
2: mm-hmm.
1: not. I'm not necessarily referring to any of the other Del Rey books at all, um, which I think are beautifully illustrated. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I've always found that, you know, I, I wanted each—I want each story to be illustrated in its own right. So mm-hmm. each illustration has to look like it could sit on its own.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, so it has, you know. Whereas, and that's what I've tried to do with this book. Each illustration had its own little story to tell. Do you know what I mean? It right. wasn't just pretty picture. It was. Say something.
0: Well, oh, and it really—it really, it's, it really uh, makes this book uh, unique and wonderful. I've been speaking with Greg Staples. He's the illustrator for the horror stories of Robert E. Howard, now out from Del Rey. Thank you for joining me, Greg.
1: That's yes, my pleasure. <laughs>